Hi, this is Marian Samuel from the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse in Antigua. Every Wednesday at 12.30 p.m., we interview a guest about real-life issues from the Caribbean. Welcome to Lighthouse Conversations, a time to explore the issues surrounding your everyday existence, your family, your community, your environment, your health and safety habits, your lifestyle, both physically and spiritually, will all be discussed here on Lighthouse Conversations. Let's get started and see just what we can learn to better your life. Listeners, I have with me in the studio two passionate young ladies when it comes to the environment and all that therein is from plants right down to wildlife, especially when it comes to the beautiful islands of Antigua and Barbuda. And we have with us Miss Natalia and Shana from the Environmental Awareness Group here in Antigua and Barbuda and surrounding islands to include Redonda and Great Bird Island. Shana has her Bachelor of Science in Ecology. She specializes in invasive alien species removal, island restoration, and endangered species. While Natalia, she has her Bachelor of Arts in Tourism Business Administration. She has her Master Degree in Science in Project Management. And she also specializes in invasive alien species removal, island restoration, and endangered species. And they are educating us on our environment and ways to preserve it for the next generation. So ladies, let's continue. Give us ways to keep our environment healthy and clean and at the same time will help to conserve wildlife. So we believe in planting trees that are found in the region, found in our country. People like exotic things, right? They think it looks better. Hmm. But think about the yellow pui that we just drove past oh gosh, by the Hall Estate, right? So, and Shan, the one that's in the Department of Environment, Shana said there's so many birds, birds in it. that tree. Nine right? species. Exactly. So that's something that belongs to the Caribbean region. And I've seen in other countries where they've lined their avenues with that. That's yeah. one thing we can do to care for, for our environment, plant the trees that are found here yeah right and it supports wildlife that is found here Mm -hmm. right another thing would be to plant plant um like flowering plants Mm -hmm. again the hummingbirds the bees although you may not like them um or even if you have bridal bouquet and you're like my mom and you hate when the um, caterpillars caterpillars come on there she's like shut up i'm sick and tired i'm like mommy you have an ecologist in the house so we're not killing anything because she would she would try to kill them mm-hmm. uh, well we'll kill we'll kill the um, African snails and the Cuban frogs <laughs> but only because they're invasive but mm-hmm. everything else we're encouraging them so just planting a lot of flowering plants so bougainvillea hibiscus mm-hmm. exoras um, oleander even to an extent um, definitely encouraging hummingbirds and all just birds in general to come mm-hmm. in um, and insects, and insects and as well insects. so th- just doing that is something very passive because one, on one hand you get to have of course the beauty of a beautiful garden and right. you get to have these 
birds and the uh, I have my mom in our yard we have um, the aloe it puts out these when it's flowering you know it has these little buds mm-hmm. there are three hummingbirds that come to our yard every morning oh. to get their breakfast mm-hmm. every morning I like 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 clockwork I see them mm-hmm. um, and then unfortunately two banana quits are currently making a nest in our light mm-hmm. so my mom is not happy about that but I told her we're not moving it so <laughs> um, just little if you're not like my mom and you have an open mind, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just little things to encourage birds um, to utilize your space um, is just a really, really good thing. Um, if you see, if you have a cat like me and you see it even looking in a bird's direction, putting it right back inside, because cats can be very destructive, destructive yeah. as well. So you just, just okay, not gonna, oh, not, oh, lo- oh, my little cat has brought in a little lizard or, oh, my cat has brought in a bird. No. We don't need we don't need to see that. Um, so just make sure that you are um, having flowering plants and even fruit trees as well um, that um, animals can you know utilize and flourish from. Another thing is think about your consumption. Mm. Remember, I talked about reusing, have a reusable bottle, reduce, mm-hmm. reuse, yes. recycle. Just think about that. Or even when we we're in a drought situation, when you're brushing your teeth, I have to tell myself that mm-hmm. turn the water off. Mm-hmm. Right, because you're thinking it's not a lot of water, but you do it. The other person in your house is doing it. Mm-hmm. Your neighbors mm-hmm. are doing it, mm-hmm. and the whole community is doing it. And we're losing all of that water. We and Pockworks is yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely dry, not dismal, at all. dismal. Yeah. <laughs> so things like that, and then even Easter time. I think I mentioned it before. I get really nervous because mm-hmm. everybody's Camping. going to camp. Yeah, and if you have rats on your boat, I mean, you might think, "Oh, I don't have rats on my boat. Oh, I don't have rats on my equipment." But you don't know. Just give mm-hmm. a little check. It's right. literally right? an extra two minutes just to check to mm-hmm. make sure that you're not mm-hmm. carrying anything over that shouldn't be there. Because I mean, you didn't know before about the work that goes into making the environment pretty and healthy, but now you know. Mm-hmm. Play your part in making sure that. You're not helping to undo all this hard work. Right. Yeah. Right? If everybody does these little things, it can definitely have a very great impact. Mm-hmm. The bins that are now all over St. John's, shout out to the Ministry of Health, Wellness, and the Environment. Um, I think there needs to be a little bit more um, push on how to use the bins because <laughs> yeah, I haven't actually seen anybody using them. <laughs> they do look like transformers in disguise. <laughs> they do definitely look like they're about to like pop into Bumblebee or <laughs> no, Optimus, Optimus Prime. Prime. <laughs> they look like they're going to transform at any second. So maybe they're a little bit, do you think people are intimidated by them? I feel so. I mean, for <laughs> they me. They are a little intimidating. I'm like, in this field, right? Put garbage in me. I, and when I pass, I don't really want anybody to see me looking at it. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it this morning on my way into um, the bus station. Yeah. yeah I, saw, I saw it there. There are. I haven't seen anybody using them, though. Mm. I'm not I'm not sure. I think people are... I don't know what people are doing. Is it two sections? It's two sections. There are so multiple. Side, there are four. Yeah. There's a part for your cigarette butt. Yeah, there's one for... For batteries. And then there's one for, like... Uh, other like any garbage and stuff that cannot be thing, and then there's the recyclable so like and plastic I think cans they also use paper. different plastic bags in the two sides I think I think I saw that the recycling part has clear plastic yeah so I guess that's the aid and when you take out the bag you look and you see if anything is in there that shouldn't be in there and oh. take it out because I'm not sure about the sorting yeah, I think there needs to be a little bit more discussion about what is supposed to go where but mm-hmm. definitely I think that the bins are 
um, placed in enough places that you should not have to litter. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely they are. Yeah, they are definitely and very present. And I know... Um, I also that people in town are using them. Yeah. <laughs> because yes. the one we used yesterday was full. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I just haven't seen anybody use them yet. Okay. But I know that in, uh, like in Disneyland, for example, that is how they keep their place clean. Like, yes, they still have to have some cleanup thing, but because they have the bins so often, mm-hmm. you don't have a reason to litter. Okay. Yeah, so... And I think they've done a good job of Yeah, definitely. They're everywhere. very often. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're very... You see them all over the place. I just hope. I just haven't seen anybody use one yet, <laughs> which is my problem. But yeah, um, so definitely utilizing those bins, um, uh, or just carrying on, on like me, carry your garbage in your car, and then when you get home, just you toss it out. Um, you know. So just let's um, keep Auntie and Barbie to clean. Yeah, that that's it. Yeah, people have the mentality that if they don't litter, people won't have jobs. They still have to empty oh the garbage goodness. bins. Oh my goodness, that is my worst. Yeah, they still have thing to empty to the garbage hear. bins. Don't be like that at all. Yeah, it's so say, disheartening. Don't say, oh, if I don't litter, how, the beach cleaners and them not gonna have no job to have. They're not gonna have no job. That's not that. how it works, people. <laughs> That's not how it works. That's not how it works at all. Because before the beach cleaner reaches, that plastic that you've thrown out is going to end up in the sea. <sighs> Sorry, this is a, no, this is a soft okay. spot for me. I'm, <laughs> happy. I'm happy because I see you guys are passionate yes, about what you it's, do. It's so just, just hold on to it. They need to hear. They yes. need to hear that. Yeah. Okay, and finally, um, speak a little on the banding of plastic bags and styrofoam mm-hmm. on the island. How much of a help it has been. Well, it's been a help to everybody. Yeah. I'm so happy now that I don't have to drive on the road and see plastic bags floating across the road. Yes, exactly. Like little, like balloons almost just flying Mm -hmm. around. So the plastic bag ban, of course, would have come first. Mm -hmm. And I know that the Department of Environment did a really good educational campaign. Um, They got like influencers and local people to talk about the plastic bag ban and why it was so important. Um, And for us at the Environment, Environmental Awareness Group, as you know, like we've said in this discussion, the plastics, they can stay around. You will die. The plastics will still be around. (laughs) So that plastic water bottle that you saw that you drank from, you're drinking from right now, when you dead and gone and your children dead and gone, it will still be there. Um, And so just trying to get people to understand the long term effects of it. Like Natalia was speaking about also a little bit earlier was about the microplastics. We don't really talk a lot about it in Antigua. Um, We're trying to start up more of a conversation with it. But again, um, microplastics is just your plastic breaking down into really tiny pieces, not actually breaking down, but breaking up, I should say, into little tiny pieces and then being in the fish that we eat and then, you know, one goes up bioaccumulation and then when it gets to the bigger fish it's so much plastic in there and then we eat it ourselves Um, and so with us banning um, the the single use plastics in Antigua it was such a good look and I think we were one of the first people in the Caribbean to do it and you see all the other countries Jamaica and Barbados are now trying to jump on the bandwagon we've done it already Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) (laughs) we've done it already and I know people it's a little bit annoying I mean I I still forget my reusable bag sometimes because I'll carry it in you have the groceries you carry them inside you forget to take the bags out from out from inside back into your car and then you're like oh let me just pass my epicurean for something and you're like oh gosh i don't have my bag but look the other the, day my friend from anguilla brought me a present mm-hmm. and she brought it in a plastic bag and you were like i was so girl <laughs> when i am away and i see people eating from styrofoam mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I judge them. I'm sorry to say, but I judge them. I'm just like, oh my gosh, is that, mm-hmm. is that styrofoam that you're eating out of? And that's, and that's another thing that comes with it. You know, you need to start making these things taboo. And that is how you will actually, you know, be able to phase it out in the next generation. And I think that's such a great thing that we have this generation that is coming up. We are going to have a generation that would have never had to deal with plastic bags and styrofoam. Mm-hmm. And that is such a good thing mm-hmm. <laughs> people mm-hmm. right now might not think of it I know I know with the styrofoam that was a real big thing because right. um, you're dealing with people's food now mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and I I was a part of the um, team with the Department of Environment um, who was helping with the education and outreach for the styrofoam ban and I know we did a lot and with the alternative containers people mm-hmm. were complaining oh they want gravy all over their rice and they da 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 and uh, yes we're Caribbean people we love gravy we mm-hmm. love a little you know we love the food to be wet mm-hmm. but the thing it's just a change you know now mm-hmm. with the containers you, have to you can't food now. you can't have your you can't have your food sitting there in the car all day and then to yeah. expect to take it home and just eat it like no and if you don't <laughs> want to use the new containers might long Walk before with there your was own a container ban, long before there was a ban my friend gave me a, a mm-hmm. reusable container it was mm-hmm. plastic but it's reusable and yeah. i've had it for years yeah right yeah, and that's what that's one thing that um, my my colleagues at Department of Environment, when we would go to eat, we would walk with our containers because we didn't want to have styrofoam or anything, mm-hmm. and so it has been a different, a, de- a definite shock. Um, and I, I a, at a certain restaurant in Antigua, me and a lady got into something because she started talking about can't believe that they did it, and I told her about the importance of styrofoam uh, of banning the styrofoam and how it's going to help us and she told me she doesn't care about what her children and her grandchildren will have to deal with in the future and so then I just left the conversation because there was nothing else to say I was just like okay mm-hmm. yeah, alright that's, that's your that's your mindset yeah. um, but it is such an important thing again with the plastics um, the a number of the species that we deal with with the turtles the birds, um, the birds what, it is awful sometimes when you see the pictures of like dead birds that we see because of course bottle caps you'll see bottle caps in them you'll see cigarette lighters mm-hmm. um, cigarette butts all of that because if you're a fish if sorry if you're a bird, bird. you know birds feed in a number of different ways so you have like a pelican that will open its mouth and dive right so anything that's in the water will get sucked up or you have um, like a black skimmer so they'll that just be just on the surface mm. just with your just on the surface so if you're like just on the surface the with your wide, with your mouth wide open same thing with whales as well. Just mm-hmm. open their mouth really big and then close oh, it. Wasn't there the story about the whale just now that that was found with the most plastic ever? I mm-hmm. can't remember how many tons of plastic that the whale the mm-hmm. whale had. But it's it's when you think if you think about yourself unknowingly eating some plastic and it stay and the plastic not only blocks your digestive system but you're also eating more plastic and your stomach is being filled with more plastic and more plastic and then the food that you're eating is not being digested. Mm. You're just gonna die. Sorry to get very graphic, mm-hmm. listeners. Um, but it's when you when you have to think about it like if it was yeah. yourself. Because if you were just eating, if all we did was just skim skim the surface of the seawater, we would have a bunch of plastic in our bellies too. Well, we you know, do. well we already do from the microplastics <laughs> in the fish. But it would be even more because these these fish and these well the fish and the birds and the turtles they're not expecting. Nature takes a longer time to adapt than humans do. Right, and so if we realize that something is wrong, we kind of just change mm-hmm. it. But these, mm-hmm. if I am a bird and I am accustomed to skimming the surface all my life, 
why am I going to change skimming? Mm-hmm. I haven't, because I haven't realized that, hey, these things in the water are not food. Mm-hmm. This little fork or this cigarette lighter or this bottle cap, it's not, I haven't realized that it's not food. I just think, oh, it's in the water. It's where I'm feeding, so I'm going to eat it. So when you when you see the chicks or the, because that, that's another thing. So from the adult birds, of course, the adult birds, when they get back home to their nest, they regurgitate into the chicks. And so the chicks now also end up so yeah it's been a lot but for us it's definitely a step in the right direction because at least we have Antigua showing that hey the Mm -hmm. environment is a priority to us um, and that we want to do something to conserve and for us as the EAG as an NGO um, we see the impacts on our um, species you're listening to the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse, broadcasting on 1160 AM and 92.3 FM on your radio dial and also online www. Listeners, thanks for joining us on Lighthouse Conversation. Natalia, you can continue. I just thought of something. Um, yeah. There is, we have to be responsible consumers. They mm-hmm. won't produce what we won't consume, right? Mm-hmm. And there is something, even with the microplastics, with the plastic in general, sometimes some of the face washes or body washes yes. that we have, the and beads in there and toothpaste, the beads in there are plastic beads, right? They don't dissolve, mm-hmm. right? So we're using them to exfoliate. You can use something else to exfoliate. Sugar. Mm-hmm. Right? You can use, <laughs> so you're using that to exfoliate and then the beads wash away down to the drain, eventually end up into in the sea. Mm-hmm. And that's another form of contamination with plastic so, that we don't even think about. But now you know. Yes. You know, you look at the item, you don't buy it. You don't you support. You just don't, just don't support that. So mm-hmm. when you look at your mm-hmm. face wash, for example, there's some brands that of course you'll see those little micro beads those little things that you 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 know what I'm talking about people mm-hmm. those face washes with those things in there um just think again about your again thinking long term yeah because it do, it, 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 it does affect you you don't see it affecting you but it does in ways that we don't we we get respiratory problems we get major diseases mm-hmm. and we just don't understand oh i exercise i drink water not juice mm-hmm. you know things like that and we still get sick and we don't understand yeah. but it's literally things that we're doing to ourselves mm. yeah mm-hmm. so just think how can i minimize my impact how can i just live a slightly better life you know and encourage the people around you to do it too because if you're doing it and they're not doing it it's still going to affect yeah, you yeah so tell <laughs> others okay and again the taboo <gasps> you, you, you're drinking from a plastic bottle <laughs> that is exactly how I am huh? I don't care now I want I want them to feel guilty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if I'm in a country and they're only seven staff I'm like oh my gosh I can't let anybody from Antigua see I mean, me just think about it <laughs> oh right? my goodness especially you. exactly especially me I had I had some stuff for Natalia my mommy pulled up a plastic bag from somewhere I don't know I was like mommy if anybody sees me with this plastic bag <laughs> so I had to like hide it can't let anybody see me with it the taboo again mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Okay, your contact information. How? Yes. Some ways of just visiting your sites. Yes. So, again, if you are interested in so many things that we offer. So, we do turtle tours. Um, Again, like I said, we do bird watching tours as well. Again, with all the birding that we spoke about, just to get out with us, come to us, come with us to McKinnon's or to Christian Valley, to Fitch's Creek, so you can see the birds. Um, We also do school presentations. 
where we'll come to your class or school presentations or group presentations, um, regardless of age, where we will talk to you about the importance. And you just tell us what you want us to speak about, but we can speak about turtles, we can speak about snakes, we can speak about lizards, birds, ecosystems, um, conservation, invasive species. We do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, we also um, do the Floating Classrooms Initiative, um, which Natalia does, where we take um, groups out to the offshore islands um, through the mangroves so they can get an imp- um, you know get an experience experience of that um, we show them like sea cucumbers and upside down jellyfish and then we go to Great Bread Island and see the razor snake and then come back home um, and then of course we speak about Redonda um, and the Antigua Sea Turtle Project as well we do um, outreach with them as well so you can come and learn about turtles like I said I'm sure you guys would have seen the um uh, turtle friendly lights the quote unquote mm-hmm. red light Dark district yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. of course those lights um, would have been put in place to try and minimize the amount of turtle hatchlings that are crossing the road um, so that they can have a better chance of survival um, so if you want to learn about any of those things feel free to visit us upstairs the museum the environmental awareness group our contact number is 462-6236 462-6236 Six two three six. I hope y'all have y'all pens ready. Um, and our email address is eagantiga at gmail.com. Or you can check us out. And you can check us out on Facebook, um, at Instagram, Twitter. We're everywhere. <laughs> um, so just feel free to ask for Shanna or ask for Natalia. Um, and we'll be able to provide you guys with any. Or if you see another thing um, like um, that we like is that people come and they say oh I saw this kind of thing so if you see something that you think is like a environmental boo-boo yes out of the ordinary Mm -hmm. um, feel free to call us and if not if it's not us we can direct you to the who's the right person because Mm -hmm. that's what we need more of people realizing oh that doesn't look like it's right that doesn't Mm -hmm. look like it's supposed to happen if you see somebody dredging in an area that it shouldn't be if you see somebody preventing access to a beach if you see somebody cutting down a mangrove or something like that just definitely give us a call so that we can um, yeah we we like when people raise an environmental alarm so Mm -hmm. that we know um, what's happening and even if you're thinking about jobs oh this this means I'm going to get a job think about the fact that if you know this natural thing was not used properly and then something happens, a hurricane or something, then what about that job? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of Think course, long term. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you can become a member of the EAG very easily. Again, just give us a call for 6262236. It is only $65 for a whole year, and you get <laughs> to go on our field trips, like I said. So, in addition to um, like the birding tours, we also do, I think our next one is going to be like a kayak through the mangroves. I'm looking forward to that one. We mm-hmm. do hikes and all of that. Um, and so, yeah, there's definitely, and again, um, Marianne has talked about how much knowledge she's learned from mm-hmm. this interview. So, obviously, Natalia and I love to chat. <laughs> and Especially we, her. Especially <laughs> me. Talking is my favorite hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, and we definitely have a lot more that we could have even, than we could have covered here. Um, um, so if you want to learn more and just become a bit more environmentally conscious mm-hmm. and aware of the things, because that's all we know. Because even if you don't want to change, at least the fact that you know, the fact that you have the knowledge will actually probably help you to make better decisions in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we hope that you guys have enjoyed hearing us and learning. I hope you, nobody has 
tuned off <laughs> that you're still listening um, but yes we're we are very happy that Caribbean um, Radio really Lighthouse House. invited us here to mm-hmm. speak today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah we're very grateful for this opportunity to thank share with you. your listeners you're most welcome yes. thank you so much Shana and Natalia for coming and educating our listeners on the environment and I'm sure all of us now will be so much conscious yes. of our surroundings, environment, everything that we've talked about. Thank mm-hmm. you guys so much for coming. Thank, Thank you. Thanks for listening in on our conversation. We trust that it was beneficial to you as you continue to develop a more meaningful life. Do you have a topic or a guest you would like us to have a conversation with for a future episode on Lighthouse Conversations? We would love to hear your suggestions. Send us a mail at Caribbean Radio Lighthouse, P.O. Box 1057, St. John's, Antigua, or Lighthouse, B-I-M-I, at gmail.com. Or give us a call at area code 268-462-1454. Or send us a message via WhatsApp or text at area code 268-782-1454. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can hear Lighthouse Conversations Wednesday at 12.30 p.m. on the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse. If you're in Antigua, you can listen at 92.3 MHz FM. If you're in the Caribbean, you can listen at 1160 kHz AM or listen online at www.radiolighthouse.org from anywhere in the world. Or you can subscribe to this podcast. Looking forward to having you join us next time. Bye-bye.